I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into the nightmares. There he is! Caught! Touchdown! Raiders! You're listening to the Autumn Windbags, an audio attack from the Silver and Black. Here are your windbags, RJ Clifford and Juan Soto. Yeah, it is another episode of the Autumn Windbags. RJ Clifford, Juan Soto, let's have some fun today. Soto is going beanie and jersey. He is so excited. I, w- I wore this fucking Bo Jackson jersey because they're playing in Seattle, and it gave us luck because we had another two long touchdown runs. I'll take it. Josh Jacobs doing his best Bo Jackson impersonation. The uh, Seattle Seahawks, old AFC West rivals, put up 34 points. And that wasn't enough. Raiders win in overtime 40 to 34 on the back of one of the great Raiders running back performances from Josh Jacobs. Um, Geno Smith had one of the best games of his career, definitely the best game of the season. Uh, our run defense played fantastic. Um, there's the, the defense in general came up with some interesting spots despite giving up so many points. In the end, like we say every time, Soto, uh, the Raiders have been a lot of things this season. Boring has not been one of them. Another nail-biter and the most exciting game in NFL's Week 12. Man, as inconsistent as we've played this season, we saw the entire season in this one game. Mm -hmm. Big plays given up, big plays made, uh, uh, turnovers made, turnovers caused. Dropped interceptions. Uh, we had it all. Comebacks, running game, uh, series where we couldn't block, series where we gave everybody ample running room and ample time to throw. It was great. It was just if we could just find a way to be more consistent, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it was it was a, a, a really a really telling game for the fact that yes this team still wants to win yes they're playing for their coach and for each other Mm -hmm. uh i think this denzel perriman and thank you for the super chat right wilson 88 very very much appreciated uh denzel perriman with an interception what like he's been the liability like he's our you know he's our pro bowl linebacker but he's the run stopper right he gets an interception big one pretty good return too he got he's got a little wiggle to him um, I think this is a great example. Like you talked about how this game kind of encapsulates the whole season. I think this interception kind of does where like the defense again, gave up 34 points, the most they've given up all season. Um, the Seahawks, they did come in with the fifth best point scoring offense in football. They averaged 24 points per game. They still got 10 more points than their average. So the streak continues of the Raiders defense, giving up more against offenses than their average, but they had their spots, right? Max Crosby, mm-hmm. shockingly super clutch at just the right times. Um, the DBs, like you met, you mentioned earlier in the right spots, more often than not a lot of dropped interceptions. Merrick had like two easy dropped ones. Two easy drops. Yeah. Oh, Harman the, the, one the one end zone wasn't an easy one. I mean, he easy. jumped as high, but yeah. Har- Harmon had one that he, that was called within turned uh overturned on replay that would have been insane like that was not an e that wasn't a drop if he didn't get the interception that was tough but it was obviously very close to being catchable um and i think that's kind of what this defense has turned into a little bit bad (laughs) unquestionably um but on the back of max crosby he can make the right plays at the right time um 
and this was the best offense we played in a while, right? So, like, we've played some trash offenses, Broncos, uh, you know, Colts, Texans, New Orleans, like some really, really bad offense. I don't think New Orleans scored today. They got shut out. They got shut out today. Uh, so, we, so we played some really, really bad offenses and some really, really bad teams, and our defenses looked bad. This was easily, unquestionably, the best win of the season, best team we've beat this season, one of the best offenses we've played since the Chiefs. And, yeah, they put up 34 points on us, unacceptable and bad, but the spots, that's the improvement we're looking for, right? That's, that's, that's what we're hoping for. Spots, improvement, instead of guys just getting beat, they're, they're in the right spot, dropping interception, random guys making random plays like Denzel Perryman. Not a random guy, a pro bowler, but not a guy known for his, you know, pass protection skills. Comes up with a big interception. I mean, I'm not one to give the defense a break, but when your offense turns the ball over twice in their territory, it's that's tough. And especially twice in the first quarter. They, they intercepted a ball and got ran down to the 12, and then the other one was like on the 49 or 50, something like that. It's, you know, you, you're, you're going to have a tough time keeping them from scoring. Uh, but Penn Perryman, goddamn, almost dropped that shit. Yeah. Uh, but he, um, that's what he should do in this defense is he should sprint back, not backpedal, sprint back to the spot. And he's the deep middle guy. And, um, for that pass, for that pass route, that was uh, that was the perfect defense that we called, and it was executed. Yeah, uh, I saw a lot, a lot of execution today, and, and you can give up a lot of yards. You can even give up points, as long as you you get turnovers. Um, a lot of these defenses that aren't like top flight defenses, they get a lot of turnovers. They give up a lot of yards, but yeah, they get sacks when they need to. They get turnovers when they need to, uh, which hasn't been the, which hasn't been the Raiders up until today. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. We had we had we had six takeaways all season up till today. Lowest in the league. Got two today, which were big. Um, this is I think I think Boogie sums it up. Great. Defense did great minus a few drives. No, you don't give up 34 points and say the defense did great. Like that's we're just so like dead inside. Like our souls are just shot from terrible defensive play that when we get a couple like great highlights from our defense, we're like, oh, they play great. Like, no, like again. Not a good showing, not a correct showing, not a pat ourselves on the back showing, but a trending in the right direction in the right moment showing, which for sure again with the, with a season that's all but over playoff wise, that's what we're playing for. Improvements, learning schemes, who's sticking around, who's not. That's what we're playing for. So like, yes, not great, but the baby steps we're looking for from this defense, we saw a lot of them today. Yeah, our defensive line really stepped up. The interior defense um, against the run, Billings. Nichols. You had Nichols. You had Clee Farrell in there a couple of times at defensive tackle. Uh, this game's so good, I'm getting hot. Yeah, right. Uh, it's and then you had you know Chandler Jones recover a fumble. Uh, you had Max Chandler with a couple of sacks. Hey. Chandler Jones with a couple of sacks. Um, I will give Chandler Jones a little bit extra credit than he deserves normally. He did take away the outlet pass a few times when he actually went out in coverage. Yeah, And uh, I noticed that because when he was standing, he was about 50-50 rushing and, and, and out in coverage. And he took away the outlet a few times. 
and uh, that that actually caused one sack, and the other time it caused a, a, a incompletion. You know, Gino didn't couldn't go to his his outlet receiver, and um, this was the first game when like how the coaching staff have been saying, well, you know, Chandler Jones isn't getting you know the stats and the sacks and the tackles and all the things we care about, but he's giving us intangibles. It's like, all right, that's just bullshit. No, he hasn't. Today he did. Today he did. Today yeah. he did. Today he today. And it's and this is gonna be what like the coaching staff's gonna say about Chandler Jones for the next like four weeks. He's like, well, you know, you know, he's he's doing intangibles, you just don't see. He's like, okay, he had one game of great intangibles. Thank you. That's that's worth the thirty million dollars. Great, wonderful. Yeah, he's, okay. he he gets thirty million dollars of a fumble recovery. Right. Uh so let's give uh let's just have a circle jerk over Josh Jacobs and his fantastic game today. Um 229 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Another 79 in the air, right? Or 75 or something like uh, that? 74, yeah. Six receptions for 74 yards in the air. Uh, got six man. of his seven targets at a 28-yard run. And, of course, obviously, the uh, the game ender, that 86. What, what have we said all the time, especially me, about Josh Jacobs? Awesome. Between the tackles, he's great. A four-yard run, he turns into a six. His pass catching's gotten better. His run blocking's good. But he's not the guy that's going to break a big one for you. Like, we're, we're missing that in our offense. We're not having, we don't have a guy in the offense that's going to break a big one for you. Oh, two. And he broke a he broke a thirty yarder for a touchdown today, and an eighty six yarder to put the coffin nail in the game. So let me see how, how if we were looking at the same thing. The most impressive thing that I saw from Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. is on the thirty yard run, he had a uh, a defensive tackle about to tackle him. He stiff armed like a three hundred and thirty pound defensive tackle mm-hmm. to the ground. And then ran for the touchdown. Yeah. Normally, you'd, you'd stiff arm a guy who's about your size, maybe even a little smaller, right? Yeah. You know, you don't stiff arm a 330-pound guy. And he stiffed armed him with his off arm. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure his right arm is his business arm. But that was impressive. Beautiful game by him. Um, can we turn down his fifth-year option every season? Because it's like that looks that sounds like that looks like a fucking bad idea now, dude. <laughs> I mean, we we I think we both agreed, and I think everyone agreed. And I think that again, I, 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 with the evidence they had at the time, it was the right decision, right? Eight million dollars for a injury prone running back who at the time was just a two down back. Again, injuries and two downs and the running back market, and you just drafted Zamir White. Okay, turn down the next day, you know. Um, but I read a great article about how. It was actually a really smart move because you're only gambling $1.5 million. So the for a first rounder at the time, for his uh for his position, it would be eight million dollars to extend him for the fifth year option, right? If you franchise tag him, it's just nine point five million dollars. So you're only gambling one point five million dollars based on the fourth season. So we still own him if we want him, right? If the Raiders want to part with nine and a half million dollars, which again, a ton of money for a running back, but it the ball is still in the Raiders' court. We have not lost Josh Jacobs if that's if that's the you know the decision they want to make and they want to bite that bullet. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Um right now we have to see how the running back market kind of flushes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think now the franchise tag probably would be a smarter move because you want to see them do it a couple of years in a row. Yeah. You want to see, um, you know, Zamir, see if he can develop. He hasn't shown quite the burst that he showed uh, in college, the burst and the, the power. 
He had a good uh, game today with his very limited carries. Yeah, really yeah, good, he did a good job. Uh, look at this here. Uh, Fishing with friends says opinion on uh, DK's incompletion and the formal they said was down. Well, let's correct this. He didn't say that the, he was down. The ref said that his forward progress was stopped, which it yep. was, and that's not reviewable. So, um, it, regardless of what we want to say as far as was he down or was he not down, that wasn't the issue. The issue was he was said to have had his forward progress stopped, and that's when the play ends regardless of anything happens after that. So that's a correct call. Su- super gray area to say that the say that the so he got tackled right, and he's I forgot who it was, a defensive tackle or linebacker, had him in like a reverse body lock, like a rear standing, in and it was twisting, twisting the other way, and it was falling down, right? Bam. At that point, four momentum has been stopped, yeah. right? Um, and we've seen that happen multiple times where that happens, and the running back never touches his knee, hip, shoulder, anything, and kind of like Gramby rolls back to his feet keeps running and the refs whistle it dead like he's still running refs like nope nope forward progress stopped and that's when the fans of the the team on offense flip out right this is the reverse this is the situation where he was stopped and it saved us from a fumble because you got both sides of the coin so at least the refs have been at least the refs are consistent with this call right where you get the rear body lock you're rolling on the ground they say okay forward progress has been stopped yeah, as far as the incompletion, it was an incompletion. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Uh, he, rolled, he rolled out of bounds when he was bobbled. He, he rolled and the ball was moving down his body, down to his dick area, and he was out of bounds. Same thing that ha- same thing happened to Deron Harmon with this interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the ball was moving, and they said, no, no interception. It's it's the same thing. So both were correct calls. Uh, and it's, I mean, depending on how you look at it, it's unfortunate or fortunate. Uh, that the calls went the way they did, that the referees got the calls correct. Um, I like uh, Raider Wilson, 88. There was some creative play calling. Makes me feel like McDaniel's scheme is coming together. So let's talk about McDaniel's real quick here for, for a few minutes. I thought this was the best game that showed off his, not not play calling, like game management play calling, but his play design. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, there were some, Awesome play designs today that were in full display. The um, that flea flicker that we had in the second quarter, great design, and everyone sold it. The line, Jacobs, um, car, you know, ran, you know, like, uh, uh, ran inside the pocket a little bit through it. Um, Max sold the block, and Devontae Adams drew everybody. He drew like you know a corner and a safety because if you're seeing a flea flicker happen and you're a DB, you're like, holy shit, where's Devontae Adams? Like, that exactly. should be what you're thinking. Exactly. That, should, that should be going through your head if you're a decent guy. Uh, and then that all just set up Matt Collins wide open. Wide open. He was high-stepping on the 20-yard line. Like, so, like this was the shit, Soto, that I thought we'd get 10 times a game with Josh McDaniels. Just, it could be the dumbest quarterback, dumbest receiver in football, but the play design is so well that we get gimmies like this. Like, I thought we'd yeah. get, like, 10 of these a game. With, with, with Josh McDaniels. And we got a we got a couple of them today. There was only one time today uh where I was like, what the fuck are we doing? And that was the a fourth and fourth and one or fourth and two late in the in the fourth where they they, they did the toss. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are we doing? That was bad. Everything else now look 
I watch all the game film, and it, usually I full pull I pull what's left of my fucking hair out. Um, and it just seems like it, it wasn't a, a, a lot different as far as the play calling went. It's just they worked this time. Yeah. And, and so I don't see a, a big difference in the play calling. A lot of the stuff has been the same. It's just they executed it better. Uh, maybe it's just having the time to practice it more often. Maybe they're setting it up better. Maybe these little things like Holland's fake hard faking the block before he, he releases, maybe like makes them wide open. Uh, you know, maybe the line is, is, is selling it a little bit better. Who knows, but yeah. they're getting better at executing the plays that are being called. And it's shown uh, the last couple of weeks. G- give me, give me, give me, I'm going to give you three scenarios from Josh McDaniels game management. And I want you to give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Um, end of the half, 38 seconds, three timeouts. Uh, End not of the going game, for it. Just running for it. Just just running the ball. Not going for it. End of the half or end of the game? End of the first half. Oh. Um, I was okay with it. I was okay with thumbs it. Thumbs up. So that. thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, I would say if, if that's if that's my only two options, I would say I'm fine with it. That's thumbs up. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. Um playing for overtime at the end of the fourth. Almost exactly the same situation. Yeah, that's a thumbs down. Thumbs down. Diff- different I scenario. Uh I mean jo- uh, Josh Allen had 10 seconds less and he and they, they scored so fast they had enough time to freaking kick off and give them another possession. Uh, and, that, and that's yeah. and that's card is that's card is best, right? Like you need three points in a two-minute drill. That's that's Derek, that's probably Derek Carr's best thing that he's best at, right? So it it, it goes, it comes to is that does that a, a a trust in his team in overtime or a lack of a trust in his team in regulation? Who knows? Mm-hmm. It could be just nothing. It could be, you know what, it's too far. Too little time. Let's just, you know, not make a mistake. He is very, very risk. Uh, so, so, I mean, I, I would have liked to have at least tried. Yeah, you had your timeouts, you know, uh, spread everyone out and get some stuff deep over the middle. Um, and your offense is rolling. Yeah. Like, 56-yard um, field goal attempt in overtime when it's fourth. Uh, I mean, it's Carlson. I don't have a problem with it. Thumbs up. Okay. You got plenty of leg. You just missed it. I don't have a problem with that. Even uh, even with Carlson, 56, well, it's rough for two reasons, right? Like, you know, expect – Carlson's the fucking man, right? Like, okay, you missed a 56-yarder. Like, I still worship the ground you walk on. Um, but the downside is you only need like 25 – if he misses, you only need like 25 yards to get in field goal range. Let's right? start a new trend. And uh, – the offense and the defense have been playing great at that time. Like, luckily, Max Crosby, Max fucking Crosby, right, and stop that drive. But yeah, yeah, you if you're risk averse, that's really fucking risky because you're like, all right, if we don't make this, they only need 25 yards, and then they win the game on a you know 40 something yard field goal. Yeah, but I mean, if you have that kind of supreme confidence in your kicker, he's showing you he can make it. I don't have an issue with it. Uh, best pass blocking performance by our offensive line this season. True or false? Uh, I think last week was really good too. I think it was unquestionably the best of the season, even though last, last week was pretty good. Um, last week's pressure rate was like 28%. So he was, he had no pressure 72% of the time. So I was really damn good. I mean, and it was, it, and it, it, it was it, a better defense last week than this week. Yeah. Um, 
I'd say it's about on par with last week. I think it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, it's like picking between your kids. There's obviously one that's fav- more fa- your favorite than the other one. Like mm-hmm. your two dogs. You obviously love one more than the other one a little bit. I don't know how much money dozers cost you. <laughs> right? Uh, 3700 bucks with just one surgery. That was that wasn't Dozer though. That was Bruce. Well, that was that was Bruce. Yeah, Do- Dozer's Dozer's the one with like he gets like ringworm and like random shit. Yeah, that's a couple hundred here and there. That's not yeah, thirty seven hundred bucks. One pub. He adds up quick. Um, can we talk about Amir Abdullah's roundhouse kick and how much it needs work? Like, <laughs> oh, I thought it was all right. <laughs> he landed, uh, dude. He landed that. He landed that strike. That heel strike clean on Diggs's shoulder, and Diggs didn't even like flinch. Like he walked like five more yards and like looked around and like, yeah. If you're gonna get a 15 yard penalty for that, at least you can knock him over. I mean, if you're gonna like spinning axe kick somebody, at least have him kind of like shake a little bit, you know. At least have him sell it all, all for show. It's gotta yes. have some function to it. You gotta sell it a little bit, right? I don't know. Uh, let's get into Derek Carr. Um, because we have varying opinions, obviously, of him in the first quarter. So overall, 25 of 36, 295 yards. Three touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, two of those touchdowns, brilliant play calling. Um, another one of those touchdowns, good ball. Nice ball. Uh, yeah, really nice really ball. Beautiful ball. Tomorrow. Good yeah. catch, all that. Um, so good good, uh, good protection. Good Again, I, like I said, I think that protection, not against as good of a pass rush as last season or last week, but whatever. Um I thought Carr had a good game. He went nine straight games with two turnovers or two uh, two picks. He had two today. And that's what – I think it's up for debate, and I'm curious what you guys listening think as well, on the amount of blame for those two interceptions. The first interception was like an over route to Devontae Adams. Um, to me, it looked like Soto. Devontae didn't get his head around fast enough. His right hand kind of just did one of these, just kind of like windshield wiper to half-assed attempt, and it went right under his arm into the DB's arms. If Devontae gets his head around in time and just puts his hands in position, that's a 20-yard catch. Mm-hmm. Yes? No? What say you? I mean, yeah, if he, if he puts his hands out, right? But if we're going to lay blame on either one of, if not the best receiver in the league, running a route, or a quarterback not throwing the ball on time or throwing the ball early or whatever, um, I'm going to blame. If you, if you ask me to blame somebody on a route combination, on a route being thrown, a, throw, a ball not being thrown on time, whether early or late, I'm going to blame Carr on that. Well, you know, Adams is a better receiver than Carr is a quarterback, but that throw, it was – Look, if he's not expecting it because because the, the 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 route isn't meant to be caught at that time, and he gets his head around on time, but the ball came like early. Was, I felt like that was a later throw than early. I mean, who knows where the ball was supposed to be? But if yeah. I, if you if you don't if you if you don't have that information, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Devonte Adams on that. Okay. I'm, gonna, um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna side with Carr. I think I. It looks shocking. I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, well, shocking. You're gonna go against Carr. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm not gonna go against Carr. I'm going for the best receiver in the fucking NFL. The best receiver in the NFL still sometimes doesn't get his head around and blows it sometimes, especially right? like, when it's DC. It's, it's he, that's when he blows it. What did I say about? What do you this? say, guys? What did I say about this? Let's that see, was that you? was that's, <laughs> that's un, untrue. Like Devontae didn't get his head around, just kind of waved his arm, 
and it went under his arm to the DB. So he didn't kind of just wave. He didn't kind of just wave his arm. He turned his head, and the ball was right there. So he tried to knock it away. That's the fastest thing he could have done is get one arm up because oh, the ball's already here. Oh, shit, that's what happened. You're saying like oh, he made a half-ass attempt. That was like I'm gonna turn my my head and I see the ball there. I'm gonna have to try to freaking smack it away uh, at the last second. So get your but, head around. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is there's no, there's no, like, there's no stat, there's no uh, NAFI, there's no not at fault interception, you know, it is what it is. There's plenty of times where Devontae Adams saved his ass, taking balls away from other guys. It it is what it is. Uh, Not this time. You know, it is Uh, what it is. The second interception um, is to Foster Morrow. It was, was it play action? It was play action, right? Yeah, play both of them were play action, I think. Both of them play action, right? Play action, Foster Moreau, Moreau sorry, mm-hmm. uh, down the middle. It wasn't triple coverage. It was double. He was double covered. And he tried to thread the needle. Uh, bad decision. Bad decision by Derek Carr. Uh, I thought the ball was good. Bad decision, good pass. It was, an, it was a great play by the linebacker. Like, he got up. Like, it was a great play by the linebacker. Yeah. And even then, the ball did clap off the hands of Foster. So, I will acquiesce poor decision. But I will say, the ball was good. And Foster could have pulled that in. But the linebacker did make a really fucking stellar play. What do you so, want? It, it, it all, it all, it all, it all kind of gets thrown in the pot. You don't throw the ball to Foster Moreau in double coverage for this reason. The ball, as, as, as the very second the ball touched his hand, the linebacker hit the ball. Mm-hmm. So it's like it wasn't like Foster Moreau if he had better hands. Like no one's catching that ball. As soon as the ball touches your fingers, uh, someone's smacking it away with you know, with as hard as they can swipe for a ball. Uh, he didn't have even a chance to freaking close his hands. It kind of just touched his hand, and, and it, that, that's why you don't throw that ball. Even though the ball was a good – I mean, as far as small windows to to make to get that ball in there, it was a great ball. Normally, but, car is inverted. Normally, the decision is good. The pass is bad. This time, the decision was bad. Pass was awesome. But that's why that's a bad decision because they're in position to make that play. You got two guys in the position to make that play. It just wasn't a good decision. Could it have? Could it have? I mean, you could throw the ball up to double coverage to Devontae Adams, and he can catch the ball. You know, more than half the time, but it doesn't mean it's a good decision to do it. Hey, buddy, gotta get out of here. Uh, we're gonna answer this question every single time the Raiders win this season by Sam A. We not tanking anymore. We never were. I don't think we were. Not we never all. were. This is what a tanking team like. Look, a tanking team looks like this. The super young guys are getting a lot of play. The super expensive guys are not. And yeah. the and the game planning looks different. There's a giant difference between just losing and not playing well and not executing and not being coached well, not executing well and all the, all the elements, and tanking. Before the trade deadline, we didn't bail on anybody. We weren't just dumping guys for draft picks. We weren't. I mean, kind of. No, we weren't. We, we got like we, some baby ones, like a sixth for a seventh, like nothing, nothing tanking. It was just like, all right, we got this like these fringe players. Let's get. I wouldn't say tanky, but we did get away of Hankins. Get rid of Hankins. We got rid of Hankins for nothing. There had to have been something there. 
there was more to it than like a six for a seven to get rid of Hankins. Like there was, and a cheap player. It wasn't like we were like needed the cap space. There was something. I mean, yeah, I don't think we're tanking. Uh, Steve, the cockfighter says the ball was high over the middle, three defenders around him. That's on the quarterback for taking that chance. If you're going to take that chance, take it with Devonta Adams. Don't take it with Foster Morrow. Um, Again, bad but, decision, uh, but bad it could decision. have been, but like, but it required a great play by the linebacker and a semi drop by Foster, right? I wouldn't even call that a semi drop. It, it's a semi drop. It bounced off both his hands. Oh my God. Both his right, hands. Dude, I wouldn't call that a, a, even a, a, a quarter of a drop. If the guy's in position to make the play, it's not a drop. I, I wish you were, I wish you treated uh, Derek Carr with as much leash as you treat every other member of the race. It's club. not a drop. When the a defender knocks it out of your hand, mm-hmm. it's not a drop. A drop is when it hits your hands and you drop it and nobody touches you or nobody knocks the ball away. That's a drop. He knocked the ball out of his hand. It's not a drop. I don't know what to say. So There's he knocked no the ball sense. out of both of his hands. So Yeah. Both yeah. his hands in his hands and got it. No, no, no. He didn't catch it. See, now, now you're trying to play with words I didn't words say he caught it. I said, I'm agreeing with you. He knocked hit, the ball out of both of Foster Morrow's hands. It doesn't matter if it was three of his hands and his dick. Okay, he didn't have a chance to even close his hands or his half a ball in a taint. Nope, no foreskin uh, or nothing. I love this question by London Raider. Eight and nine might get a wild card. Some good, big schedule matchups coming up. Um, Chargers look beatable. They look very beatable. They did not yeah. play great. They won, but they did not play good today. Here's another way to put it by Sam A. Want to be eight and nine or better draft picks? Th- this is this uh, great question, and it sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but this is how I truly believe. If we're eight and nine and we don't get, you know, a top five or top seven pick and we still don't go to the playoffs at eight and nine, I like that if we're eight and nine because guys are clicking. We're starting to figure out Josh McDaniel's offense, starting to figure out Patrick Graham's defense. We've picked the players that can execute the way that we want. Uh, we found our, you know, we found our stroke in the right way. Like if we're eight and nine because of games like today, where we see, again, our defense is still our defense, but progression and exactly the right progression that we want, then yes, I'd rather be that eight and nine and be 10 picks down in the draft or whatever number it may be. If we're eight and nine, because we're just kind of, Guys are playing, teams are playing terrible against us. We're squeaking by whatever. Then, no, I'd rather have the draft pick if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, look, the way we're playing now and the way we've played a lot of the season for the majority of games, um, we're not a bad team. We just, we, we are a bad team because of those stretches, right? Um, if things are coming around and things are, um, are getting better and things are starting to click and um, you start seeing some progression here. You just see what happens. You see where the freaking, the, the season takes you. Um, we had a lot of needs on this team, man. Look, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I think we all know we have a lot of needs on this football team. So it's not like one player is going to make a huge difference here. We need a lot of things. So it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if if even if if we're in that kind of mid range, if we're in that keep 10 talking to fifteen here. range, if we're in that ten to fifteen, this fucking guy, ah. if we're in that ten to fifteen range, uh, I would say we even trade back if someone wants to trade up for somebody because we have so many needs. 
Um, the issue comes into play is what are you going to do with a lot of your high-priced players that you can get out of? What are you going to do with the Josh Jacobs of the world? What are you going to do with the cars? Uh, what are you going to do with uh, with Waller? What are you going to do with Renfro, who, has, who, who both haven't given you much this year? Uh, what are you going to do with Colton Miller? Last year, we played great without him. Oh, excuse me, last, uh, last game against the Broncos, we played great without him. What are we going to do with the, a lot of these players when we have a lot of other needs? Uh, you know, it's it's a lot of decisions that need to be made. Um, and that's why a lot of these guys on this team right now are continuing to push and push and push because they're going to be more valuable to this team than they are going to be to another team if they go hit free agency. Uh, really good point by London Raider. Waller and Renfro are back next week. Is that true? Has it been? Is that the third game without him already on IR? No, I think this is the next week will be the fourth game. That's what I thought. I think we get Hobbs back next week. Yes. I don't think Hobbs should be back next or is week. El- or eligible to come back. Eligible. He comes back I think, he, I think he's going to be fine. He's, he's had, what, eight weeks now? Mm-hmm. Something like that. How long is a freaking break of six weeks? He should be fine. So I'm on vacation in Mammoth right now, and I'm literally using a toaster in the condo as my mic stand, which is why things are falling around everywhere. That's why I'm all blue. That's I thought you were blue because you were holding your breath. I was holding my breath all, all game. The Damn. end of my ass is super sore because I've been on the edge of my seat all day. Whoa. Is that kind of trip or what? Yeah. Having a great time. Uh, Derek Carr, now 9-1 and one in overtime. 27 fourth quarter comebacks, 33 game winning drives. Is Derek Carr the best overtime quarterback in NFL history? Yeah, I mean, we just need to get the games to overtime because he's got like what 32 overtime and fourth quarter win, or yeah, 32 comeback or overtime wins, and he's got 61 total. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's shitty everywhere else, but you know, let's just it, get it to overtime. Shitty everywhere else. Shitty everywhere else. I mean, he's got fucking 30 wins. 30, he's, 30, he's 30 and 100 and something. Or There's no 30. better sign that uh, someone doesn't know what they're talking about when they put a quarterback's record, like win-loss record, exclusively on the quarterback to gauge the quarterback. It's like an easy sign that this I mean, guy is either super biased or dumb. Bad quarterbacks don't normally miss the playoffs, but whatever. Bad defenses do. We definitely do. See, you've seen bad bad defenses win uh, uh, Super Bowls with good quarterbacks. How many? How many bad defenses have won Super Bowls? At least two I can think of off the top of my head. Out of like, what, 58 Super Bowls? Good stat. Uh, I like this question. Okay. okay, before we go any further, I saw a stat that even if the Raiders gave up the league average in points every season, The Raider offenses would still have scored 1.6 or 1.5 points below that because the offenses were poor too. So let's start, stop crying, you know, for me, Argentina. With the Derek the Raiders have been absolutely atrocious for 20 years. No offense, defense. So not- here's the deal. Here's the deal. You can't shit on the Raiders organization for making poor decisions and then keeping Derek Carr for all these years is like the only good one that they've made. They've made a handful of good decisions. Not many. They've made a handful. Um, 
again, like I don't like know extending what Derek... Derek Carr the first time and extending Derek Carr the second. Well, no, it's no, not a car thing. Nobody it's not argued. a car thing, but there like, wasn't come a on, single man. person that said the first Derek Carr extension See, was a bad idea. Everyone, everyone, you. everyone blames me. You. Everyone blames me for making this like, oh, you always make it a car thing when RJ is saying these obviously like ridiculous things. And like, oh, you just hit their car. All right, whatever, man. What did I say that was so ridiculous? Uh, I mean, we can start from the beginning of the show and just, just let it play. I'm all ears. Name one. Okay, next time. Well, next on, on the Wednesday show. You think we have we have we have a uh, oh that that Foster Moreau had an all, Foster Moreau yeah. had an almost drop. It was a a semi drop by Foster Moreau. Get the fuck out of here. You can shut up because Sam May's giving us five bucks. Jacob Thank should you, kept Sam running May. through the tunnel, a la Bo Jackson. How fucking sweet would that have been? Dude, look, I don't know if you caught that, but when he crossed the end zone, he went like this, and then he like and then he threw and then he went like this. Like he was gonna flip off the fucking the, the, the crowd, but then he fucking threw You can't get out. an unsportsmanlike penalty when the game's over, baby. Oh <laughs> god, that was so good. He could have he could have so dropped good. trowel and taken a shit in the end zone. It's like no, did, no, hey, did you see over. Matt Collins? Did you see Matt game's Collins over. behind him like, doing all this shit? Dude, Matt Collins has has uh in back-to-back games, he's called the touchdown before it's gotten there. Like, there's been a great – so last week, there's a great shot when Devontae caught the game winner, and Matt Collins is, like, doing this. And it's, like, mm-hmm. a shot of, like, it just catches Hollins, and his hands are up before Devontae catches the ball. Mm-hmm. Great shot. He's, like, calling it before it's even there. Same thing today. He did another one of those. where he's like, hands up. The ball's still in the air. Like, yep, touchdown. That's a touchdown. I know we got that. Hollins is, like, the biggest troll, like – he was like, what last week was the bye, bitch. Yep. Right? And this week, uh, when he scored his touchdown, he fucking did did this and went like, ah, eh, kicked it like, ah, eh, fuck that. And then this week, when uh, Jacobs at the, and the winning touchdown is running, he's behind him fucking doing all this crap. What's Max contract? Is he, is he a one-year guy? I think he got another year. I think it was two. He's a two-year guy? Yeah. I fucking love Mac. I love Mac. Boogie says, tell Merrick to spend time with a jug machine or a Dude, girl with big jugs. That's That was him last season. That was him this season. That was especially him today. Like, he'd be – he he could have poisoned himself to be a very, very rich man if he would have started – if he would have catch – if he would just just caught the easy ones. If he was above average catching interceptions, he'd be a very rich man. If he was ah. just catching the easy ones. Matt Collins was a one-year contract. Mm. Fuck. That made more. That makes more sense. Signed a one-year contract. Is he going to be yet another dude that uh, Derek Carr makes rich, or do you think we'll be able to keep him? Um, I think honestly, Raider. I think you. I think we'll be able to keep him because I don't know that he he would get the the amount of playing time with another team. Mm-hmm. I think they would. They would. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Soto, I'm the one on vacation. You're supposed to be the home base here. Get out of here, goddamn cats. Hey. Out of here. You just do not know how to how to handle your pussy. I got double pussy over here. Hey, relax. Uh man, I think he likes being a Raider number one. I think he has a really good relationship with not only the wide receiver room, but the coaches and the quarterback. And I think that he has a lot of trust in that organization right now. I think yeah. this is the first time he's been used as a wide receiver. He's mainly been uh like a fourth, fifth guy and a special teams guy. But now they're using him. That's what he's supposed his... to be. Well, that's what he was this season until Hunter and Darren went down, right? Like, yeah. 
he was brought in to be that guy. Yeah, he and he's shown to be somebody who's extremely reliable, which is good. Um, who impressed you the most today? Like played um, above how they normally play. And it could be an obvious. It could be Jacobs or something like that. You know but. who really impressed me, honestly? And it, it's it's like a Captain Obvious thing. But, like, we've been missing this. We missed it uh, against um, Arizona. We missed it against Jacksonville. We missed it against the Chiefs. Is uh, Max Crosby getting the sacks late in the game. That's what we missed. Officially one and a half sacks today. That's what we missed late, late in the game is that – that uh, we haven't had it since Khalil Mack was, he was the closer. Like, all right, we need to freaking get a stop right here. And before, uh, I mean, there's other guys too, like, like Nichols and Billings on the inside. Super impressed with those guys because, Hey man, Kenneth Walker, that dude's a fucking stud. That that guy's a fucking stud. And we bottled his ass up, which is, which was huge. But on it, run run defense came up big today. Real big. It's kind of like what I, I was talking to, uh, to this guy at the at the bar where I was watching a World Cup game. My brother came to visit from San Diego uh, to uh, you know, just catch up, you know, watch some soccer or whatever. I'm not really even as big into soccer. He's, he is more than I am. And he's like, oh, USA almost won this match or whatever some bullshit he was saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, man, I told the same thing I told you. I said, USA doesn't have any players. And they have good catch you in, in, in situations and stuff but they don't have those difference maker guys and yeah those difference maker guys you know sacks at the at the end of a fourth quarter mean a lot more than sack in the second quarter and um i, I was telling my buddy brian was over our buddy brian was over here watching the game with me and i said oh look at max in that wide nine technique he was like way out wide he was like outside of the slot receiver he was that wide mm-hmm. out and um, he went in and he got that sack, or he, that wasn't the sack, that was the hit where it was a, it caused an incomplete pass um, that caused the fourth down. And um, that's what you need from him. Sacks, you know, this is a big play. We need to get you need to get to the quarterback, and we've been missing that. Where he's he gets pressures and he get he he does that, but not always in the in, in the big moments. And he did it, he did it in the big moments today. I want our run defense to be like top ten. And I want Billings to be the head of that just so we can say that, like, when they run into it, they're running into the billing department. It's too easy. Oof. They're wow, dealing with man. the billing department. I hope you didn't spend a lot of time. I hope you, hope you didn't spend a lot of mental energy on that one. I, I did. Tough. Easily. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget where I left my car keys for the next two weeks because I used up so much brain power to come God up. God damn. You know, but, you know, the, the offensive line did really well today. They, they run blocked well. I mean, I was very impressed by the blocking of the of the wide receivers downfield. Like you don't get long runs like that without blocking from everybody, uh, especially the thirty yard run where he had to wiggle in between a bunch of people and 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 hit it. Um, but yeah, the blocking today was really, really, really good. Well, there's oh, like God. There's, there's two people, Bentley the Gent and Fr- Hey, at least two people liked it. Two out of the ninety-eight in this freaking chat. Sweet. Right? There's enough people that have sat in shitty cubicles at shitty corporations, doing shitty shit for long enough. They're like billing department. Okay. Just the moment. Um, we can't do a show without talking about Devonte Adams uh, or, or Illuminor's weekly red zone false start. Right, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. 
God, that's man. a building department that cost us. Oh, uh, so Devonte Adams today, um, semi quiet by Devonte Adams standards. Seven receptions, seventy four yards. He had a twenty eight yarder. Uh, targeted eleven times. Had uh, one and a half drops. Had two really really good catches. There was one um, that, that one, got us his third and one where he just dove like. Yeah. Oh right yeah, yeah, the diving line. one was good. Oh fucking, oh, just gorgeous, right? Um, but the defender this, was grabbing his arm and he trapped it against his body. That was fucking. Del- that was delicious. Standard operating procedure: not getting a pass interference call. Even the DBs just like pulling like his hand down, Western style grip, jerking his wrist down. He's still catching it one hand. Beautiful, a couple beautiful catches by Devonte. And this was one of those like, but he he had decent numbers, but it was also I got, we should start calling them Chandler Jones games where like you have all the intangibles, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the big one was that flea flicker where. All the DBs went to Devontae, and Matt Collins was wide open. Uh, Devontae had a couple pretty good uh, blocks on some of the Josh Jacobs big runs too. Dude, um, no block, really, no rock. He had he had like a decent numbers game and a really really good intangible game. Yeah, it's, and, and this the thing is, you have to have everyone do their job. At least somewhat. You don't have to. You don't have to win your block a hundred percent, but at least do some of your job. Alex Fitzgerald. Too bad defensive wins. Two people have one hundred. Like RJ's buildings comment. I guess we're even now. I guess so. I had a bad pun. You had a bad stat. Fake news. Soto strikes. Bad joke. RJ strikes. Okay. If you if you want, I will do some research and we will go forward and see how many bad defense. Okay. What would you what would you consider a bad defense outside the top ten? Well, bad is below average, right? 17th or below in points per game. If you're going to move the goalpost, then. All right. Move the goal. So the 11th ranked defense, you're going to say is bad. So are we talking average or are we talking good? Oh, here we go. No, no, no. The, the argument was bad. Go ahead. Oh, they're back. It. They changed their name to 69mega.com. Want to find love? Do you want some? You want to get that? Hey. I've been a Raider fan 30 years. I've been looking for love for three decades. So yes, that's your answer. So uh, Tombstone Nation for life. So we bring him back. Car question mark question mark question mark. I don't have a problem bringing back Car. I don't want to bring him back at thirty six million dollars. The number is number. way too high, way too high. If we can redo the contract, where we can put a lot of it into like bonuses or shit like that, we got the cash. But I mean, we can't we can't bring him back to thirty six million dollars, and I think RJ agrees with that too. We got it's, too many. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing we talked about at the very beginning of the show. Of you know, would you rather tank and have like a top five or go eight and nine? It's like, well, if this offense is jiving, Waller Waller Renfro come back, we're crushing it. The whole offense is understanding McDaniel's scheme. Uh, the offensive line continues to progress the way that it has. If all that happens and we don't, and we, and that means we don't get a top five pick, then you kind of have to bring back Carr at that point, hopefully at a lower price point. And with Carr having the no trade clause in his deal, it's a weird situation because it's like you can only offload him if he's down with it because mm-hmm. he's got that Trump card, right? So. Yeah. Again, it's again. I keep saying like I'm giving cop out, cop out answers, and maybe I am. But the the way this offense performs moving forward is going to answer those questions for us. It's like, do we trade Waller? Do we move on from Carr? 
do we draft quarterback? Do we trade up for like all that depends on how this offense jives moving forward? Because that's the entire goal of the rest of the season, right? Not, and I'm, I'm just using offense as an example. Defense even more so, right? Because they're mm-hmm. worse. But it's like if if they start jiving, and it's simply a matter of what we thought it was, it just takes a while to grasp. And I, I've always been this way, Soto. Like everyone who's been listening to the show for long enough knows, it's not so much what you did or what you're doing. It's what direction are you going? Mm-hmm. Are you improving? Are you getting better? Like I, I'm a sociopath. I treat players and coaches like stocks. How are you trending? Am I buying low, and I'm gonna sell high later? Or hey, people think this guy's worth more than he is now. Let's move on. Like I said with Jacobs preseason, that's what it comes down to. And that's and that's the answer with Carr. Is if all right if if, if it's not jiving by the end of the season, there's some big decisions to be made, and those decisions will will know more so depending on how high our draft pick is. If we're within striking distance of one of these five-star quarterbacks, you have to go with a five. You have to, even if you, you even if you to. think Carr's so the like guy. The, just value, just like, like draft capital wise. There's nothing more valuable than a top five quarterback on a rookie deal. Like you got to make those. So moves. let's say, let's say Carr keeps going. He ha- he broke the streak. He popped his cherry. It's like 700 and some odd days without three touchdowns. He got three touchdowns today. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's say he builds off that to the end of the year, which he de- definitely can. Okay. Step one, rework this fucking deal. All right? You don't want to do that? Okay, we got to trade your ass. And, and Carr's the guy that would. He proved it last season, right? Okay, we'll see. We'll see. That, the guy that at least would be open to it more than most quarterbacks. Okay, let, let, let's let's get you some money, but let's, you know, non-guaranteed money so we can, you know, drop you for $6 million, I think. Uh, oh, shit, Kylie Hansen. Who's that? That's why I was giggling. I was just waiting for Soto's look perverted. I look first off. I am a man of the people. Mm -hmm. If Kylie needs her uh, cherry popped, I will, on behalf of the windbags, the unmarried windbag, I will humbly accept. I'd hate to break it to you, Soto. I don't think Kylie Hansen's cherry is intact. I think it's been popped. You you can't tell me that it has or hasn't. I, I don't know. I can. I, I, all I can. of our. I can buy that car. No, look, all of our. I, I trust all of our listeners and subscribers. I think they're all of the highest quality. <laughs> um, so they're all just like, just like last week when you tried to, to say that Carlos was slutting out his girlfriend to us, Carlos and Fuego. I said, no, no, she's a lovely lady. And I'm sure she's a. a I was very trying fine to woman. decipher the verbiage. There's uh, no deciphering Sean. this verbiage. Yeah. Kylie Hansen wants me to uh oh trust me, honey. I trust you. I do. Sign into that DM. See what's up. Um the numbers. We put up 40 points without Waller Renfro. Yes. It required one of the greatest A running. Herculean effort. <laughs> what was that? A Herculean effort. It, yeah. it, it, look, it, it not only required that effort from Josh Jacobs, it required that that effort and performance by our offensive line, which is not typical. It that that's that's the, the type of performance you would get from like Josh a Jacobs top was line offensive line. And he played like a 10. Our O line is a four, and they played like a seven. Like everyone had to play way up three or four points above where they are for this to happen, right? And and you're right. I mean, I mean, you're right. Like you it is in indisputable fact, right? We put up 40 points, including overtime. Right. So it's, you know, 60, 
seven minutes of football, whatever the number was. Um, and we did. You're right. Like, this offense is capable of doing that. Uh, it required multiple things. It required Josh McDaniel's best display of play design, in my opinion, of the season. Uh, Josh Jacobs, one of the best running back performances of the season. Any team. Top 10. Top 10 running back performances of the season. Not just the numbers he got, but how he got them. The defense still trash, but like big splash moments that we needed. So let's not be so quick to say like, oh yeah, let's like flitter away. I got potentially a top three tight end and a top three slot receiver. Like it's, it's not like that. Uh, Sean, Carr's making 25 million this year. He can't possibly be that high to conclude he's not with 25 mil. Yeah, 25 this year. 36 next year. 36 42. 42. That's so it's the question. 30, and look, that's what and, we're talking about. And that ship becomes guaranteed three days after the season ends. Mm. Three days after the Super Bowl. So not only are you committed to him for this year, this next year for 36, you got two more for 41 and change. You're on the hook for that, too. That's that's the big question. So I changed my name on here just in case anybody wanted to get at me. Mr. Wonderful 42, just in case anyone wanted to hit me up. <laughs> Juan, you are so horned up right now. I'm not horned up. I'm just not going to throw away an opportunity. You know, I don't know about you guys. But You're not going to throw away an opportunity to get catfished by some Listen, man, dude who found a, found a picture of some chick on Instagram. It's it on fine. There. It's fine. I, I Seriously. Just let me have my fantasy. So, what, what are the odds this is a real chick and that's the actual person, Kylie Hansen? What are the odds? Probably zero. Probably zero, but you never know. I I'm down for the fantasy if I'm at a strip club and she's telling me like how hot I am and like Yeah, but this fantasy is free. Yeah, but it's not tangible. Whatever. But look, I'm down da- if 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 we can figure out a way to make Derek Carr's cap hit twenty five million dollars next season, A okay, because we can do a lot of fine work with that eleven million dollars. You know, can we, just we can- say uh Fuck your decibel meter, 12th man. How's it loud, though? Dude, dude, CBS is just like jerking off like the, Se- like the Seahawks fans. It's like, oh, look at the decibel meter. Look how hot it is. Fuck right off. Come on. Is there one fan base that jerks himself off more than the Seahawks and don't deserve to? Steve the Cockfighter won. Mariota and Gina are doing better than Matt Ryan and Russell on their former teams. There's no need to pay Carl all that money and go... F- uh, going forward for a four and seventeen, bring in PJ Walker and rebuild the roster. I'm not opposed to it, man. If if we have to pay him thirty six million dollars this year plus forty one and change the following two seasons, mm. it's not worth it, man. He got he, he's he's it's just not worth it. Uh, he's a great leader. He's a great you know he he plays great in stretches. It's just he's just not worth it, man. Well, just just on the uh, Mariota Ryan Geno Russell thing, real quick. Matt Ryan is still a better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. Ryan's just on a much shittier team that is tanking up until they played us, right? They were tanking until Jeff Saturday was hired. Gino, like, give, give, you know how I always say with GMs and with, um, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's a trance. Yeah. Soto's still down for it. God damn it. Love the Raider. Quit calling me out like that. How do you know Soto so well? And you only know him through YouTube. I, I will say this though. Um, you know, 
the Seahawks, you know, how I always say how like GMs, like in, and head coaches that have like personnel decisions, no one is great. Some are terrible, but no one's like perfect. Like, all right, there's no, there's no one GM that's like great in the draft. The Seahawks had an amazing draft this season, like ridiculous. They have five rookies if you want to, that are playing if amazing. You, like the Seahawks, you know how like when the Raiders traded Khalil Mack, like at the time I thought the value we got for him and the cap space, I'm like, okay. I made peace with it. I'm okay with this move because of the value we got. And then we just threw away the draft picks on shitty drafts. What the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson, they maximized their defensive people. They brought up the, uh, the, the tackle they drafted has yet to give up a sack a rookie starting tackle. They got two tackle. rookie tackles. Like, playing today. And they're all playing lights out. Yeah. Like the Seahawks are going to, like if they can get decent quarterback play, like a, let's say like an above average quarterback, they're going to be a problem for years to come. Like they turned Russell Wilson. That's going to go down as one of the greatest, like biggest one-sided trades in the history of football. They turned it into and how the Broncos just like threw every dime in the world at him. It's going to completely fall apart. So if the, the Broncos go the way they're going, right? Seattle can be a playoff team this year and have a top three pick next year. Mm. It's crazy. It's it's absolutely nuts. Um, look, I see a lot of stuff on here about staying the course and stuff like that. I have no problem with it. But you also have to realize that there was a lot of smoke and mirrors with, with different parts of this team. And there's a lot more. Um, you're seeing it throughout the league. You don't necessarily have to have a top flight quarterback to win games. Uh, you need to have a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes and who can make the throw every now and then when they're asked to. It's just the it's for me, it's not the highs and lows. I mean, it is the highs and lows. It's not that he's not that Derek Carr is not good enough because he's shown that he can be. It's the inconsistency with that. I just that's why I, th I don't think and I, I think RJ agrees that's not worth $36 million this year, plus on the hook for a couple of more years for uh, over 40. Sean, they say it takes a full year in an offseason to learn an NFL offense. We down supposed to be extremely difficult. Last week, we put up 500 yards on the best teams in the NFL, 600 a day. That's literally what I'm talking about. Progression. Are we progressing? Right? Season's over. Season's over. Are we progressing? This is basically the rest of the season is like the longest preseason schedule in the history of football. That's how I'm viewing it. Right? And individual players are, you know, and, but they're also playing it differently too because their careers are, you know, on the line for this season, right? Like Josh Jacobs is, whether we franchise tag him or extend him or someone picks him up, like Jacobs is getting paid next season, right? Yeah, I keep yeah, seeing like Caleb that. Caleb Williams' name. Look, you know, he's going to be the first fucking player taken in next year's draft, not the 2023 draft. He's going to be in the 2024 draft, and he will be the first player taken. So unless something really crazy happens next year, we're not going to have that pick. Big up uh, to whoever does though, because that's a fucking that's gonna be a great pick. Hey, look at that. They found a girl for me. Soto, you're wrangling you're wrangling yourself up a three-way today. Everything is coming up soto today. We found a girl for you. See, I thought I wonder if this is pure spam or if they're actually listening to us and coming up with their, their swindles. Looks like we found a girl for you. I don't know. Where's this Kaylee chick at? Kylie. She's uh, trust me, honey. 
Come on, Kylie, where you at? Show me that you're real. You real should get that as a trap stamp tattooed right above your ass. I'm Kylie Hansen's face and trust me. Real love. Uh, all right, Soto, before we get out of here. Yes, sir. Top five individual performances ranked. Today? Today. Number one, Josh Jacobs. Josh Easy. Jacobs, number one. Two, number two is Max Crosby, Max? man. Okay. The pressures and the timing of it. The mm -hmm. timing of the pressures, uh, the sacks, just they were on on big downs and big situations. Uh, so that's two. Um, Denzel I like, Perryman, three? He, he made Nine tackles, play. two tackles for loss and interception? Uh, I would say our interior defensive line more than anything because that was huge. If we had let Kenneth Walker get off um, – it wouldn't have been a good day for us. I don't know if we would have won that game. Um, so what? Uh, three, three, four would have been Derek Carr. Derek Carr started off really shaky, uh, but he did engineer that drive at the end of the game to, to tie the game. That was a great pass at the end of the game. Um, I mean, if you want to call him leading a leading a, a, a an overtime victory when he handed the ball say, off to Jacobs, I was just going to say, how pissed was, are you that he gets nine and one in overtime when it was <laughs> one hand? I'm not pissed Jacobs. at all. We got the win. But the thing is, is if you're going to give him the interception, and you, you have you, it, the stat is the stat. You know, you, you, you can try to explain it away all you want, but the stat is the stat. Okay, Derek Carr, so twenty five of thirty six, two hundred ninety five yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He was really good in evading sacks. He only got sacked once today. Um, one mostly because the pass defense, I think was their best pass blocking was the best of the season. Um, you say last game, I think it was today. We'll figure um, it out. I'll, 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 you know, I'm not, they're both equal. I'll take either one. They're both either good. One. It's, it's one, a one B however, however you want to roll with it, but he was moving well in the pocket. I think you should get credit for that. Um, a couple fucking dimes as well. And we said that matters or wins. So number five, what do we say number five is going to be? Well, well, where's where's Perryman and where's the D line? Because I, I would say D line three because that was huge. Perryman made that one play. Uh, he had nine tackles and four tackles for a loss. It was more than just that pick. Okay, he, he he'll be game. fine. He'll be fine. He had a good game, and he did it with not the same snap count as the rest of the uh, top five. Right, Car played every down, but Jacob Spade every down minus like. Did Zamir White? Was it was it literally only two offensive plays? No, that's not true. Amir Abdullah had a bunch as well. Yeah, Amir Abdullah had a bunch. He had that he, long he, touchdown. He had a good right? game. He had, a, he had a really good return, kickoff return too. Yep, yep. Really good kickoff return that turned into points. The touchdown. Um. Yeah, Abdullah had a good game too. Not yeah, oh yeah. I, I got another, another one over here. The number says AJ Cole with the overtime coin call. Two in a I, row, I, baby. I literally tweeted it. I was like, right before the coin toss, when when regulation ended, I was like, all right, this is where AJ Cole makes his money. The coin flip. <laughs> did, I, did I not give Carr his credit? You begrudgingly gave him 50% of the credit he deserved. How did I begrudgingly give him credit? I said, you know, he's about, he was what, four? Behind the obvious two, and the defensive line was huge. Carr also, you know, Carr also turned the ball over twice. Let's not forget that. He, did, he played a good game, though. He played a really good game. Um, I mean, how bad do you want to have Kylie Hansen in the top five performances? Um, I mean, we'll see. Trust me, we'll honey. See, we'll see if if she's in the top five performance. We'll see how, what her performance is like. Trust yeah, me. I'll make a I'll make a tape out of it if we were to make it happen. Yeah. All right. Well, the uh, the Raiders don't look now on a fucking win streak, baby. Two <laughs> two game win streak. 
What do we got? Seahawks put up 34 points. Not enough. Raiders put up 40 in overtime. Beat up our uh, our old AFC West rival, Seattle Seahawks. Josh Jacobs went absolutely bonkers. Max Crosby came up clutch when he needed to. Offensive line, one of the one of if not the best performance of this season so far for them. And the defense still trash, but splashed in ways that uh, give us a little bit of a promise moving forward. So we'll uh, we'll dissect this a lot more. Um, I can't wait to see the good and the bad and the ugly at a Soto for uh, for today's game. Curious that's going to look. Like. They'll come out either um, Monday or Tuesday, and uh, all the big news and things coming out. We will make sure to keep you abreast of everything that goes on, including Soto getting catfished. But until then, knock on wood if you're with me.